Welcome to another episode of In the Mouth of the Wolf podcast, a program dedicated to the human-animal interaction, dogs, wolves, canine science, the ecosystem and environmental awareness. The program is brought to you by AEDC, Anthrozoology Education Dogs Canines, and here is your host, Marco Hadda. I am a canine researcher, dog behavior consultant, animals advocate and rescuer, and I've helped thousands of people in setting up a wonderful relationship with their dogs and other animals. And now, let's listen our intro and enjoy the episode. suffering often relates to other than human animals. It may be the case of professionals or volunteers experiencing compassion fatigue, or local people witnessing the cooling of dogs, the global community reacting to animals killed by hunters, or people suffering due to their unexpressed animality. Scenarios are numerous and the spectrum of human distress is also vast. Sometimes sorrow for animals is evident and conscious. In other cases, people leave their pain unconsciously and silently. This paper that I am presenting you today examines and introduces some terms and perspectives. It features emotional distresses as anthrozoological concerns, exposes animals as a human embodied experience. The anthropos further paved the transition to the symbiocene. This may be, this may be a term that you never heard, symbiocene. And anthrozoalgia recognizes the human suffering for other animals and reflects the change that is happening in the symbiogene. Dogs accompany human truly and mirror their status. This is somehow the abstract of this paper that I am presenting to you today, and um, with some, you know, some comments in between. But uh, basically, this paper tried to acknowledge the human suffering for other animals and introduces you as said some terms such as symbiocene that is a term you may not be familiar with yet or maybe you are and anthrozoalgia which is which is absolutely a new term a new a neologism a new term 
that stays for all those cases, the flags includes, includes all those cases uh, where humans are suffering for animals. This paper titled Recognizing Anthrozoalgia on the Way to the Symbiocene is a paper I presented to the Anthrozoology Symposium in the year 2021, the Anthrozoology Symposium in uh, holding um, Yashi, Romania, at the University of Yashi, Romania, although uh, it, it, it involves a lot of other uh, universities and faculties around uh, Romania, uh, but it is an international symposium and is attended worldwide by scholars and um, other researchers and, and, and artists in some cases. Uh, so this is the 2021 edition of the symposium, but the paper that was presented there, actually a presentation was presented there in 2021, but the paper has just been released a few weeks ago in 2022, in uh, actually in October 2022. So um, this paper, as I mentioned, try to acknowledge the human suffering for other animals. There are many cases uh, how... Um, the human suffering for animals happen. Uh, for example, uh, it may be the case of human um, suffering for their pet companion dogs, for example. Um, for example, for dogs or other pet companion animals that are sick or injured. That's a very obvious and immediate case, immediate to understand case, right? But um, there are other cases like uh, animality discrimination, and those cases are bullet-pointed uh, in the paper, uh, which I hope you can read and you want to read. Um, animality discrimination, a tremendous sense of frustration emerges for not being able to express one's animality, being discriminated against and bullied for one's animality paves the way to depression and suicidal, suicidal, part, suicidal patterns. Furries, terrians and other kin are vital examples of this scenario. So, for example, this number three, this case, number three, animality discrimination, refers to those people, especially teenagers. In the particular case of furries, terrians, and other kin, you may not be familiar with those terms, but don't worry, you will find more details and references in the paper. Uh, so those terms refer to those teenagers and also adult, adult people that um, feel to be, feel their animality, feel to be partly animals or anyway not fully humans and um, they don't find a way to express that so they gather with other people and they form groups where people understand at least each other and they can express their diversity diversity from what i mean from what's what's considered normal but of course what is normal right but this is just for example a case of um, feeling stress and suffering for animal-related issues, although the animality here is embodied in the humans, right? In, in the human themselves, right? Just to tell you, just to make you another 
Example number five of those 10 bullet points, icon animals. The global community, mainly, main, sorry, mainly active on social media and following international news, may suffer when a famous animal pass away. When, they loss, when, uh, when the loss of an animal relates to a natural cause, the suffering is accompanied by sadness in general, right? However, anger and hate are involved when a famous animal dies for fu futile reasons, such as when killed by a hunter. This is the case, for example, of wolf of the wolf Spitfire, killed in 2018, very well-known wolf, killed in Yellowstone in 2018, Yellowstone National Park, and the wolf Takaya, a wolf uh, killed very famous wolf and crucial important wolves killed in Canada in 2020 or Cecil the lion killed in, two, in, in 2015 and dog Lennox back in the years 2012 among others. So collective distress erupts following the unconceivable killing of those icon animals generating a global grudge and collective anger. So, for example, this is another case of suffering for animals in the human that is felt by humans and creates stress, anxiety, and uh, depression, and suffering, individual and collective suffering for uh, of humans for animals, right? There are other cases, you can find those other cases, and you can understand the general, the reasons and, and the general concerns that are expressed in this paper and why actually is needed a, a, a broad term, an umbrella term, in this case, anthrozoalgia, as the term proposed, as an umbrella term to include, integrate, include all of those cases that are related to the human suffering for animals and that at the same time, and this is the most important part, part recognize, acknowledge those, those forms of suffering for animals, which is not necessarily the case. I mean, there is no term because there is no a general recognition and identification and recognition of all those forms of suffering for animals. This is why we need a term and this is also why this paper was elaborated, written, presented and published um, as an option, as a possibility, as a proposal, as, a, yeah, as an option to recognize how we humans suffering f suffer for other animals. This is a very uh, delicate topic, actually, I should say. And, um, you know, I'm willing to hear from you. Uh, please, um, after listening this, uh, this uh, recording, this episode um, of our podcast, uh, read the paper and comment. What do you think? Are you affected by anthrozoalgia to some extent? Do you suffer to some extent for animals directly or indirectly? How does that suffering manifest? How, uh, how do you feel that suffering? What forms it takes? And how do you channel it? How do you find your ways to, to, to balance it, to, to regulate it? As for example, Tarians, adolescents, or uh, furious adolescents, adolescents, adolescents do by gathering with other people that 
feel the same, like, right? So uh, tell tell us your opinion and please also share this very relevant uh, episode. Uh, and if you can, also share our paper ab- paper about anthrozoalgia. With that said, I. Hope you are doing wonderful in your life. Um, I send you all the best possible wishes to you and your family made of humans and other animals. And I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And I see you and I hear you and I touch base with you soon in the next episode of our podcast. Please support this program by reviewing the podcast, by reviewing this episode, by writing a comment, by subscribing to the podcast, whatever platform you're using to listen. And if you have any ideas or uh, other comments, write to my personal email, marcogerardoada at gmail.com. And if you wish to sponsor one or more episodes, You can become a supporter, a sponsor, or a co-author of the podcast. Meaning that you can suggest and we can work together on a specific aspect you would like for more awareness to be generated or a story you want to hear on this program. We want for this podcast to be the voice of the community. That's for sure. The member, metaphorically speaking, the mouth of the wolf, is the safest place you may happen to be. Stay tuned, be foolish and alive. Stay wolfy.